one of the most misunderstood events when it comes to sales is having some revenge rejection happen to you and have no idea why it happened or how to fix it. That's about to change for you today. Let's get started. Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California. Today is a good day. Today we're going to talk about a weird topic of conversation, but it's very relevant to the world of sales and it revolves around rejection. There are some very weird things that buyers do when they feel like you've rejected them or when you flat out rejected them. And it could be that the buyer's talking to you and they're having a conversation and there might just be a moment of correction. And you might have to say, hey, hold on a second. It's not this, it's that. And the buyer like freaks out. Like all of a sudden, the real deal is going to confuse you. You're going to look and be like, what just happened? Okay. So like know that sometimes when you have conversations with people, it lowers their status in their mind. And if they get embarrassed, this is usually over the form of embarrassment from them. And it doesn't always play out in your head. You're like, you're going to walk away, scratch your head going like, what just happened? Why? What? what? This person just flipped on me on a moment's notice. We had good rapport. The conversation was going. They wanted to buy my product. They wanted to buy my service. And what it really comes down to is they have this internal dialogue that's going on in their head. That's like, oh, you made me feel dumb. You made me feel embarrassed. Now I have to get even plus. It's not just just that I got to get even. It's got to get even plus a little bit more. You could literally be trying to help them out. You could have the best product, the best service, the best widget, the best gizmo for them, and they absolutely freak out for no reason. Like if you explain this to another salesperson, be like, "What did you do?" And like, "I didn't do anything." And like, I, "Here's what happened." Well, that whole idea about embarrassment and that whole embar- idea about looking dumb really does freak people out. And if you understand how objections work and understand that a lot of times the reason that you're getting the objection is that buyer may look dumb in front of somebody else, it really does help close more deals. For the buyer, this could also be out of a loss of control. They may feel like, like what just happened? I'm not in control anymore. The salesperson flipped on me and the way that I'm going to get back at them is I'm going to turn into a porcupine. I'm going to turn into uh, someone who's got a thousand razor blades wrapped around their body. I'm going to become like this, this machine that I, nobody can penetrate and I'm just going to push against everything. And instead of giving an objection, like, look, your product's not for me. I'm not interested. Like they go full on crazy town. They go insane town. So they could do a lot of things when it comes to something like this. They can call you names. Like they could say, you're a bad person. Like I'm, I'm, I'm being clean here on the how to sell show. And I'm thinking of uh, ways to explain how they could call you names without, you know, getting past the PG rating here. They could tear your products down. They can be like, Hey, your product sucks. Like I'm going to, I'm, I, I looked online and it's got all these problems. And you were like, like, Whoa, Whoa, what, what happened? 30 seconds ago, you loved it. 30 seconds ago, this thing was amazing. What happened? I don't understand why you're upset. They get angry with you. Like they can start screaming and yelling and freaking out 
Like, you know, they're protecting, in their mind, they're protecting their status. In their mind, they're like, you have slighted me so bad, I got to yell at you. They can go online and they can write bad reviews. And on this, they may call your boss, they may call your company, they may write emails, and they can complain about you. And really what it comes down to is they got their feelings hurt. And the thing that's really weird is you could have been really, truly, genuinely trying to help this person and and working through their situation. So you're like, all right, Scott, I understand. I hear where you're coming from. So what do I do about it? Well, one, recognize you've done this because I'm going to raise my hand and I'm going to say, I recognize I've done this too. You know, when I was putting this episode together, I was like, well, wait a minute. I could think of like four or five points in my life in the last year, year and a half where I've done this to somebody. And now that I think about it, I'm like, oh man, I feel like a huge jerk for doing this. I feel like, whoa, what just happened? It should have never happened. You know, deep down inside, we've we've all made this mistakes. I was riding with somebody the other day and I was in the car with them and they pulled out in front of somebody else and they got the horn honking. The guy pulled up next to us, was screaming and yelling at us and like real deal. The guy that I was with rolled down his window, said like, man, I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't see you there. And he was just really graceful about it. He was like, hey, I didn't see you there. I'm sorry. Please accept my apology. And the guy who was in the big truck waved down, like, whatever, and then sped off, you know, hit the gas as hard as he could. The very next day, I'm in the pretty, pretty much same location, and somebody pulled right in front of me. And I had two choices. I could have freaked out and screamed and yelled at them and been like, hey, you crazy jerk, you, you move. I, I recognize that we all make mistakes. And like, not all the time is this easy to not get emotional about, because the more time, effort, and energy you have wrapped up in something, the easier it is to have uh, defeat, the easier it is to have like rejection. So real deal, be graceful. You know, I learned from one of my friends that we're all broken people. We all have problems. We all have issues. We all have things that we want to fix. We all make mistakes and recognize that you have done this to somebody else. Instead of screaming and yelling and, and getting mad back, maybe you could just slow the process down and say, hey, look, I'm sorry. I see it this way. Where did I go wrong? Maybe you can help me out. Why don't we get this fixed? Why don't why don't we see what we could do to make this all better? If it does go sideways, be willing to forgive. Be willing to say, "Hey, look, you know what? I'm sorry. I was this this happened. Uh, real deal. Let's try to keep working on it. And if it doesn't work, I'm I'm sorry." Last on this list is write it down and use it as a teaching moment. Like I'm using this right now. I was riding with a buddy in a car. Real deal is he pulled out in front of somebody he shouldn't have. It was his mistake. It was his bad. He caused a problem. Rejection is a really weird thing and most people don't know how to deal with it. It's not something that's taught in school. It's not like you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to college and I'm going to take a rejection course. And it's not like you're in high school. Like, you know what? I think I'm going to take a rejection course. There's not a lot of good places to learn about rejection. And so I do want you to be aware of something. I want you to be aware of how people's status really affects their decisions. I want you to be aware of who else is involved in the decision-making chain and how their status could be ruined by it. And when you start paying attention to these things, you can start going, I could see where the subjection came from. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I could see in the psychology sense that once that 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 uh, risk was hit in their part, like you made their status lower, their you know claws come out, razor blades come out, knives come out, whatever phrase you want to use. And if you're paying attention to this, you could like, you know what? I don't want to make that mistake again. But you know... It, we're, we're all going to make this mistake. I'm probably going to make this mistake with a buyer in the next year. I got a client that I'm working with that I'm probably going to do something wrong in the next six months. So know that we all make mistakes. 
when you understand rejection and you understand status, it does help a lot with this. It doesn't make it better though. It still hurts to lose a deal. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.